Welcome to the Introverted Black Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Shalia Williams. If you're looking for a place to connect with fellow introverted moms, stick around. This is definitely a place for you. We talk about topics such as introversion, motherhood, parenthood, black issues, social issues, and whatever the heck else I feel like talking about. Oh, so this episode, we're going to talk about raising extroverted children. So we know like being an introverted mom, raising extroverted children can be very interesting and it could be both rewarding and also a bit stressful or complicated, right? So this episode, we have a little list of a few tips or pointers that can be beneficial to both moms and their extroverted children. Quick announcement before we get into the topic. Listen, I am proud to announce that the Introverted Black Mom podcast is growing, y'all. And we have partnered with the Meet Akina social media app. So the Meet Akina app is an app specifically designed for black women or black mothers. So it's a place for black women to meet. And no, you don't have to be a mom. You can be an aunt, a grandmom. It's so many different um, spaces for you, single moms, married moms. So make sure that you download the Meet Akina app. I'll put the link in the description box. And yeah, the podcast is now featured on there. So there's that. All right. So first, I'm going to start off by saying um, the list or the um, ideas for this episode, they were inspired by a book that I've read and it's called Introverted Mom, and it's by uh, Janie C. Martin. I'll also put a link in the show notes for that. So you can check it out. It was pretty good. I like that book. So um, we know as introverted moms, either we fuel ourselves or we either drain ourselves based on our choices. So let's get into a few things we could do to kind of help with fueling and not draining ourselves. So number one, let them talk you can listen meaning let those extroverted children talk we can just sit back and listen so we know that our extroverted children love to talk they will talk to anybody who is listening for real though like sometimes they don't even care somebody listen they just going to keep talking they'll still talk so um We know that our extroverts, right, they should really learn to listen and know how or when it's time to stay quiet. But they really, really do need to um, be able to express themselves, y'all. That's definitely how they fuel themselves. So that's important. Um, So with them expressing themselves, it can make, it can kind of be like a gift and a curse, right, for us moms out there. So sometimes they want to talk and moms aren't always up for the conversation but the plus size is we can just sit back and chill like we can just sit back let them carry the conversation and we know like introverts a lot of times we're good at listening anyway so personally I do this I am um guilty of sometimes purposely like so if I'm talking with my extroverted child, right? Like sometimes I'll purposely ask a bunch of like closed ended questions. Like, you know, those questions that they can only answer like yes or no to. And 
or I'll know like the right questions or the right comments to add in there to kind of like usher the conversation along. Like, I know you want to talk, but I need to kind of rush this thing along. I'm guilty of it, y'all. And um, yeah, it's helpful. But more often than not, I do actually just sit down and listen. Cause I'm like, I even when I'm not in a mood, I do really try to consider like, okay, I want to teach them to respect when I need my quiet space. So when they need to talk and get it out, I need to respect that too. So in that case, I do answer or um, ask those open-ended questions, right? The ones where you got to, well, why or how or when, you know, to get them talking a bit more where they got to give details. And, you know, they really like to talk about that. And when I ask that, I just kind of sit back and chill and let my extrovert just lead the conversation. So, another one I have on the list is compromise. And I think this is a big one. Like, I know we as moms, we don't have to sacrifice our needs to kind of meet theirs. Like, there are ways that we can kind of meet each other in the middle. Like, we can meet the social needs of our extroverts in a way where we still are comfortable. And um, in a book... It even mentions like um, not immediately volunteering to do things like chauffeuring your kids to all the like social events or play dates or teams and clubs, you know, all those kind of things. Um, the author suggests thinking it through before you even, um, you know, create the expectation or get the kids excited. Like really think about what you're about to try to commit yourself to. So on a personal note, I'm definitely guilty of overextending myself. Like, for example, if my extrovert wants to entertain a group of friends or family members, it, there were times where I would just be like, okay, yes. And it was a, a quick regret because it would be like a few hours of socializing that we agreed upon originally like okay well yeah they can come over from such and such time to this time it'll easily turn into you know well can they stay and those couple hours can easily turn into a whole weekend slumber party and now sometimes I wouldn't mind it because I would enjoy it but other times I'm like I'm like suffering uh I'm like anxious I'm annoyed by every little thing so I'm like uh this is not good for any of us here because I don't want to be the grump kind of messing up the social scene but also I'm like listen I'm not prepared to to do this all weekend I gotta like mentally prepare myself to do that and so now we definitely compromise and compromising in our household kind of looks like we compromise the time or the day so for example um if my extrovert wants to hang out with her cousins and things that are her age, I may talk to my sister-in-law and I'm like, oh, we both do it. She's like, okay, well, can they come over Saturday and they come to my house tonight or vice versa? So that way, whatever our schedules coordinate and maybe even our mood. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'll do a trade-off. I'll keep them this day and you got them another day. So that works for me instead of having kind of everybody over for the whole weekend because sometimes that's a bit much for me or it might look like we'll compromise in the space so like you know in a lot of houses or at least in ours sometimes you know the living room is that neutral place that a lot of us we tend to gravitate to because 
I might be in the living room or my husband is there. So easily the kids will kind of like filter down and make their way. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I don't like nobody crowding my space. So maybe we compromise. I'm like, okay, you have a company coming over. So it's a nice day out. You all need to stay outside. Your company's going to start off outside from this time to this time. That way it gives me a chance to do whatever I'm doing, whether I'm like tidying up, I'm just chilling, having a conversation on the phone, whatever it is. Or even um, we ended up fixing up the basement. So they got the game systems and couches and it's a chill area we made specifically for them. Cause I'm like basement, bottom level, y'all chill. We don't have to worry about anybody jumping or giggling and playing and roughhousing all that stuff over our heads. So yeah, we compromised um, on spaces and things like that. Um, and yeah, and it's even been times where it's like, okay, you all can walk to the neighborhood park. We got a basketball court in our yard, but sometimes you want to chill or maybe you got to lay down or my husband might be taking a nap or something for before work and you don't want to hear the basketball all day or all night. So, okay, you all take a trip to the park from this time to this time. Come back, we can do something else. So compromise, that might be, uh, I don't know if it's my favorite on the list, but it's something that I do pretty often. So... Number three, the third thing I want to mention is how we as people, we're responsible for meeting our own needs, meaning like meet your own needs and teach your children to do the same thing, like with personality needs. So like our kids shouldn't think that we're responsible for meeting their personality needs. Like we don't have to jump into action each time. Our kids are like, I'm bored. Or you hear, mom, it's nothing to do. Or mom, it's nobody to play with. I'm bored. I want to do something. We don't have to just spring into action each time we hear that. And really, if you think about it, if we spring into action each time, I feel like it does teach the kids to kind of like look to something outside of themselves or look to something or someone outside of themselves to help fulfill their needs. And a little further, like that behavior can backfire in the future. Um, instead, like the our us as introverted moms and our extroverted children, we can really learn from each other. Like extroverts, they can really help us stretch and get out of our comfort zone. It's been times where I'm like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to chill or I'm not really in the mood to do much or whatever it is. And then maybe... Uh, my extrovert is like, let's play this game or do you want to make this with me or let's make smoothies or whatever it is. Can, can I go to the store and trying those activities or getting moving? Sometimes I'm reluctant, but honestly, I can say more often than not, once I get going, I'm like, I don't regret doing it. I'm happy that I did. I'm like, okay, I don't usually do this or I haven't played this game before, but you know what? I'm willing to play it or I'm willing to try it. So, and I think that I'll keep continuing to do this as my extrovert uh, gets older and she'll learn different things and probably be involved in different activities. And I'm like, okay, well, let me try this out. I might be able to meet other people or just experience something different. And then on the flip side, I think with us being introverted moms, of course, we can teach our extroverts that having a bunch, uh, you know, a bit of quiet time or like chilling by yourself it's necessary for everybody, regardless of your personality needs. Like 
I think that taking time out to just relax and just enjoy your own company is important for anybody, regardless of their um, personality needs. So the last thing I want to mention is choosing win-win situations. So moms, right? When we choose activities, we want to make sure that we're looking for uh, activities that fit our introverted personalities too. It's fine to obviously go with the flow and make sure that you are giving your extrovert what they want, but it's also fine to, again, that, that word, that compromise, where it's like, okay, why don't we both benefit from this? And I love this one too. So um, one of my favorite things to do when you talk about a win-win situation is like, all right, the kids are like, I'm going to play. If it's a nice enough day out, I'm like, okay, yeah, you go head out. So playing right in the backyard at our house. In that case, I can finish doing what I'm doing. I might be cooking, reading, whatever it is I'm doing. All I do is I know that you're safe in the backyard. Nobody's coming in. You're not going out. And I'll open up the blinds of the door so I can keep, you know, you're in my eyesight. But I don't have to be like right there smack in the middle of the mix. Um, so that's helpful. Also, another thing me and my husband like to do, he's also an introvert. And I noticed this. He is good for taking the kids to see a movie or watch a movie. They are, our extrovert is always gathering us together. And she's like, okay, I'm, let's watch this movie tonight. I'm going to make popcorn. And she's getting the drinks and, and snacks together for us. So she likes to do movie night with us all the time. And my husband likes to invite them to the movies. But I noticed I'm like, with the movie, a lot of times my husband is will fall asleep. He is the worst. And yet they still invite him to these little movie nights. But really it's just about spending time with dad, right? And definitely with the extrovert, she won't even care that he's sleeping. She'll literally be like laying on him as he's snoring as long as she feels either his presence or my presence in the room. She just kind of wants that company to spend time. She's okay if we fall asleep because she just wants to know that somebody is with her just for the sake of company. And it's cool because, again, you, we as the introverts, we might be catching up on a nap or sometimes I see my husband, he's on his phone, he's watching a whole other video. But it's kind of cool. It's a win-win because they're so into the movie. Um, you can either enjoy watching a movie with them, but it's not all the conversing really. You might share a few laughs, but after a while, they'll get into the movie and you can kind of just chill. I daydream during the movie. Listen, the amount of times I have watched a movie and either my husband or the kids have said, hey, did you see that part when? And then I'm like, no, they're like, you did, you did, you saw it. And I'm like, listen, let me ask you something. Was I watching the movie or was the movie watching me? Like, I know I was in a room. Just because I was looking at this screen does not mean I was paying attention. Like, I will daydream quick. So that's a um that's a win-win that I really love. Um also the book mentions like going to weekly classes where you drop your extroverts off and you might be able to uh you know chill. You might go to a local coffee shop or wherever it is. And again, you get a chance to you got you get a chance to um get them into doing something they want to do whatever club or activity it is. And then you kind of get that alone time to do what it is you want to do for a structured time and a scheduled time. So 
I definitely see that as a win-win. And that pretty much sums up this week's episode. So I want to hear from you. Let me know. Do you have more introverts or more extroverts in your family? And <coughs> excuse me, how do you balance out um, each type's needs? I'm curious to know this because, yeah, it's still a balancing act for me. And also, like I said, remember to download the Meet Akina app. That's M-E-E-T-A. K-I-N-A, so that you can be a part of a platform created especially for black women. Make sure if you're not following me, you can follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram and TikTok mostly, to be honest with you. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.